Romans 5, 1 through 11. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the son by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, this this is such a great passage. Like you were saying a, a, a few days ago that chapters one through three, it's a bit doom and yeah. gloom. You know, we're yeah. all under the judgment of God, the yeah. lawless person, the very lawful person who's trying to keep mm-hmm. the law. Uh, and, and then, you know, we get to chapter five and it's like, Man, I mean, talk about just a bright yeah. ray of hope. I mean, consider some of the words that are in here. Justified by faith, we have peace with God. Rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. It talks about reconciliation. So, I mean, it just has, it, it, yeah. it's just very rich with all the hope that we have yeah. uh, through belief in in Jesus. Yeah, the image that came to my mind just as you were reading this and kind of thinking about being in the headspace of, where we've been, you know, kind of trudging through these first uh, four chapters bit by bit. Um, it, it felt like when you're like on a hike and you're, you know, you're just kind of slogging it out. You're like hmm. in the middle of the trees and you're like scrambling up rocks and stuff. And then, you know, in chapter four, like you, you start to get little like in end of chapter three, you start to get like little peaks through yeah, the yeah. tree line, but it's still just like hard slugging. And then, this is like that first like clearing where you you're like crest like, in the top yeah, of that mountain. You can just like <laughs> lay down the pack and like yeah collapse on a rock. Like it's just like this such a a beautiful and comforting and like relieving passage. I, I would be laying down my pack, pulling out a Snickers bar right now, <laughs> and just like taking in the view oh, of yeah. like this beautiful mountain yeah. range. That that is that is that is yeah. a great uh, analogy of chapter five and what we <laughs> what we get into right here, you know. But it's 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 such a it's such a great passage. But it it also gets into I find it very interesting in in uh, in verse three, it says not only that not only do we get to rejoice in the hope of the glory of God and we we've obtained peace with God, but it says not only that but we rejoice in our suffering. So now mm-hmm. Paul kind of introduces this new part that is uh-huh. like. We don't just rejoice that we have this hope in Jesus and we have this peace with God through Jesus, which are like amazing things in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is just so real that Paul acknowledges that we're going to go through this life and we're going to experience sufferings, 
but that we can actually, he's kind of turning it on his head saying that we can actually rejoice in our sufferings, mm. knowing that suffering, and I mean, this is just such a, such a great um, sequence of, of, of how this carries out. It says, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character mm-hmm. and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame. And so that's just something that we should always keep in mind that when those sufferings come, when things are coming that are uncomfortable to us, that are kind of rubbing us the wrong way, you know, yeah. we live in this huge comfort culture where yeah. anything that like doesn't feel right, you know, the temperature goes up to like 73 degrees and yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, uh, I'm like dying here. You know, I need to get it down to 71. I only keep the temperature at yeah. 71 yeah. or whatever. So we get a little uncomfortable and get real antsy. But what, what Paul is saying here is that like through our sufferings, God is actually working out mm. this salvation that he's given to us. And he's producing through that endurance, mm-hmm. character, hope, and this hope will not put us to shame. And so uh, it's actually an amazing thing that we get if, if, if we'll kind of see our, our sufferings or that uncomfortableness in a yeah. different light. I think when you realize like the weight of having peace with God, yeah, like that you, you've been reconciled. That's right, with God. That as, as J.I. Packer says, your your judge has become your savior. Hmm. It it reframes all these other things, all these lesser things. And hmm. you know, I think of It's a Wonderful Life, like classic film, classic, which I feel like I've referenced several times on here. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like there are all these all these trivial. Um, well, there's a couple huge problems and then, you know, even just like a car door that won't close all the way or stuff that drives, that drives George Bailey to like this breaking point. Right. And, but then through, you know, this like series of events that he experiences, it kind of reframes everything through the, the beauty of Mm. his life and all of the, all of the suffering and inconvenience and everything that those things inflict suddenly becomes weightless because there's such a greater beauty that has reframed all of it. And so I think that that is, you know, when this passage, it just like begs the question, like, okay, how do I rejoice in suffering? Yeah. And it's, it's that foundation that he builds us on. We have peace with God. Mm. Like what, you know, what could disturb that sort of peace? Right. And to me, that that's just such a, a, an encouraging and, and convicting call to action of like, OK, do I value peace with God that much that it that it reframes all these other things? Or do I just like take that for granted? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's it, and it's not, you know, uh, sometimes when we talk about when we talk about the gospel, like some people use the courtroom is kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've got the judge up there and you're, you're, you're being convicted yeah. of, of your crimes. And then in walks this other man who like takes your, your crime, you know, and says, punish yeah. me and don't punish him. Yeah. The problem with that is that we really don't have a relationship with the judge yeah. in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. And so what Paul's getting at here, you know, at the end of the passage that we read, he says that, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. Mm. I love this word reconciled. Yes. Because anytime you see the word reconciled, you need to think relationship. Yes. Yeah. Reconciling is always two parties 
who are at odds, and here Paul says that we're enemies, two parties that are at odds that make reconciliation and come back yeah. together. And so that is what's happening in yeah. the gospel. That's the peace totally. of God. It's not just like this inner feeling that like you feel good now, whereas before you had turmoil. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you're actually being, yeah. your relationship with God is being reconciled through Jesus. Yeah, it's so much more than being excused and like let off the hook. That's right. And I think that's the problem with when we see Jesus only as a, a man who died to save me from my sins mm -hmm. because you, you don't go far enough. Yes. Yeah. Jesus, uh, you know, his death on the cross does save us from our sin and his resurrection does save us from our sins. However, it's always for the purpose of reconciling us to bringing us into right relationship with the God who beforehand we were not in yeah. right relationship with. Absolutely. So it's a beautiful thing. Always points to uh, that relationship being reconciled. Absolutely. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.